Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Hello, hello, and welcome to the New Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 501. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. 501 episodes. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. The amount of just love you've shown me and the podcast the past couple of days with the celebration of 500 episodes has been insane. So truly, thank you so much for the support. And today, I want to throw an idea out there to answer the question, why do we find ourselves with the wrong people, wrong romantic partners, wrong friends, wrong business colleagues? Why do we find ourselves drawn to looking for uh, attracting people who are difficult for us, people who pull us back to levels we've already elevated beyond, people who drain us instead of build us up, people who make us unhappy instead of amplifying the happiness we've worked so hard to create. Real talk, why are we looking for these kinds of people in the first place? And certainly there is room in life to simply say, you know, sometimes that's just showbiz, baby. You know, sometimes that's just the way the cookie crumbles. You can have the best intentions. You can be smart. You could be the total package of EQ and IQ. You can do your journaling. You can go to therapy. You can have high standards and you could still make a bad choice, right? That happens. That's life. Uh, It's almost guaranteed to happen. In fact, But what about if you find yourself in a bit of a Groundhog Day pattern where time after time you find yourself with the same kind of troubled, difficult people, people who are fighting their own demons, people who are at war with themselves who end up draining you? Well, I think that certainly is a lot to unpack, and I think if you talk to a therapist, they're going to want to go back to your childhood and get through to the very bottom, the very beginning of why perhaps the voids you're trying to fill, the way that maybe you're trying to offset certain pivotal moments of lack or insecurity that likely started and were fostered in childhood and adolescence. And that's great. I think you should do that. Let's get real. Let's get deep. 
but I'm not a therapist. <laughs> so I was thinking about this topic as like logically as I could this morning. And I came up with something that I think is helpful to think about. And it starts with the idea of the law of attraction, the law of attraction. And that's something, frankly, that if you listen to the podcast regularly, you know that I'm, I'm a bit skeptical of. Like, oh, we just attract things in life through good intention and wishful thinking. No, of course not, right? The law of attraction doesn't give credit to what we do and the way that we create lives for ourselves. So I've always been a, a bit cynical towards ideas of, you know, you just, you just got to attract it, just attract it mentally. You know, I, I, of course, can't discount the way that, you know, the way we see the world certainly does impact the opportunities available to us, of course. But I was thinking about the law of attraction more this morning. And I think particularly in the case of relationships of any kind, it very much applies and it applies most acutely from the opposite side. And I think this is the key, perhaps, to understanding why we keep looking for the wrong people in life. We are looking for the wrong people, not because we're masochists and we just want to create difficulties for ourselves, not that, but rather what we attract is a reflection of who we are in the moment. We look for certain kinds of people who mirror our own level of healing or lack thereof. We look for people who we find familiarity with. Specifically though, problematic familiarity. If we ourselves have an unintended to wound, insecurity in our lives, or have abandoned certain elements of ourselves. The law of attraction says we attract what we believe in, right? And the opposite emotionally is true as well. We attract the same level of healing, the opposite being lack of healing. And so in practical terms, we subconsciously look for people with problems that we can relate to, and then voila, we end up with problematic people. In the instances where we have something, we have something that we are wrestling with, an insecurity, a distrust, an aversion to something, desperation for something, rushing, a sense of being broken, right? Those kinds of things. When that's the case, and that's what we're operating from, it's no shock that we end up with people who are also suffering, dealing with that same thing. We attract them. We look for them. And I used to think that that was silly, right? I used to think that this idea of law of attraction in this sense was silly. I used to say that life was the opposite of that. I used to say that if I case Kenny, for instance, if I have issues with commitment or an avoidant attachment style, why would I want someone who's the same? I'd want someone who's the opposite, who could help offset my own issues and balance me out. Why would I want to be with someone who doubles my own issues? Nah, I would never do that, right? If, if I'm the jealous type, why would I want to be with someone who's also the jealous type? If I'm someone who's scared of commitment, why would I want to be with someone who doubles that in my life? No, I wouldn't want to do that. That's what I used to think. And the more I dive into this topic and the more I think about my own life objectively and with honesty, we do this. Despite saying, we, why would we do this? It's illogical. We do it. And we do it because it's familiar. And as silly humans, we're wired to seek out familiarity. Fam familiarity is, it's a heck of a drug, you know, truly. It leads us to actively look for people whose problems, whose insecurities are familiar to us, whose problems, whose insecurities are ones that we can relate to. And not just relate to so we can be like, I feel you, I feel you. But on a deeper level, we subconsciously look for these people who are familiar in this sense because it's a distraction for us. If the other person represents what we ourselves struggle with, with perhaps what we've given up on in our own lives, 
it feels good in a way to say, well, I can help them. I can relate and I can help them. It's the perfect distraction from us. We say, well, you know, I'm a lost cause. I'm beyond repair. repair. I'm broken. But maybe I can, I can help this person because I can relate to it. I find it familiar. I can understand it. And again, I used to think this was a silly idea. I used to think, no way, I wouldn't do this. Why would I want to double my issues in life? I don't want to double my trouble in like in life. But it's not like we're sitting down clearly and thinking and slicing and dicing our decisions with the words like I'm using right now. We're just living our lives kind of without question. And we're living like attracts like. And voila, we end up with someone who has the same issue perhaps that we're wrestling with, the same sense of wrong, the same insecurity, the same inclination, the same thing. And voila, we end up actively seeking out someone who makes our lives more problematic. And, you know, this thing, right, we're talking about a thing. This could be an aversion to commitment. It could be an anxious attachment style. It could be avoidant attachment style. It could be a sense of distrust or jealousy or someone who keeps score, right? Similarly to you, the thing that you are working on. And there we are subconsciously looking for it. And we find a sense of familiarity in their truth because deep down it's also our truth. And the result is we end up with two people wrestling with the same issue, perhaps most acutely so, perhaps from the same mindset of both people kind of having given up on it. It is what it is. It's just the way I am. I'm broken. Two people operating from a place of self-abandonment, perhaps. And that is where this gets to be very problematic. And perhaps this is an answer we can consider to the question of why do we look for the wrong people? Two people with the same unattended to issue, unhealed issue, like attracts like in this instance, and this is where it gets very problematic. And I think you could see where I'm going with this and where the light at the end of the tunnel might be, where we can break the pattern in this. We need to realize that we ourselves are the wrong people in many instances in life. We are ourselves the wrong person for many, many, many people out there. We're all, quote, wrong in some way. We're all struggling in some way. We're all insecure in some way, wounded in some way, healing in some way. We're all, right, we all these things. And of course, that's fine. Of course it is. But there is a certain intentionality behind being wrong, right? Having something that we're working through that moves it from a draining direction to a redeeming direction, that moves it from abandoning yourself and as a result, finding someone else who has also abandoned themselves. And now you have double trouble. A realization that's defined by taking responsibility for your wrongness and them taking responsibility for theirs and moving forward together. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with 
BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. I think we need to get real about life. If like attracts like, then we need to look at ourselves first. We need to look at ourselves first. A strong, hard, direct look in the mirror that says, hey, okay, we don't find the perfect relationship. We're not going to find a perfect person who's going to come into our lives and solve all of our problems because they're perfect. No way. We are not perfect. So how could someone else be perfect? We're not going to be that perfect person for them either. We all bring with us some kind of wrongness, and until we get to know ourselves and commit to evolving through it and addressing it, we're going to continue to attract the same. We have to grow into our wrongness and expect the same of someone else. And that is where the magic happens. That is when you have two people who are aware are aware of their humanness, who haven't abandoned themselves, who don't direct all of their wrongness on someone else. And this idea gives me so much hope because it's so easy to get caught up in a cycle of thinking, oh, what's wrong with me? Or what's wrong with everyone else? So many things are wrong. We're all messed up. We're all messed up. We all have issues, some more than others, but there's not a single person in life who gets to their 20s, their 30s, their 40s, who doesn't have an element of wrongness to them. And that's okay. It's okay as long as we address it, as long as we challenge it, as long as we take responsibility for it. Where the idea of like attracts like, law of attraction comes into effect and creates problem for us. problems for us is when we abandon ourselves. We can't have two people coming together, both of whom have abandoned themselves. And frankly, you can't have one of each either. Where you end up looking for the wrong person time and time again is where you're innately looking for the wrong person. Because like attracts like. Because you've abandoned yourself and haven't looked at your issues first where we give up on ourselves and say, well, I'm broken. The result is we attract broken people. It's where we don't think we deserve much. And so the result is we attract people who want that in a partner. It's where we struggle with honesty. And the result is we attract the same in a partner. But we can totally break free of this when we address our own wrongness first, where we see it, where we own it. And I know that sounds simple and silly, but it's the key to not attracting the same anymore. And I saw a quote the other day that I saved that I really like, and I think it drives it home. It's from an author named Andrew Boyd. He has a book, 
daily afflictions, the agony of being connected to everything in the universe in which he says the following. He says, we are all seeking that special person who is right for us. But if you've been through enough relationships, you begin to suspect there's no right person, just different flavors of wrong. Why is this? Because you yourself are wrong in some way and you seek out partners who are wrong in some complementary way. But it takes a lot of living to grow fully into your own wrongness. And it isn't until you finally run up against your deepest demons, your unsolvable problems, the ones that make you truly who you are, that we're able to find a lifelong mate. Only then do you finally know what you're looking for. You're looking for the wrong person. But not just any wrong person. It's got to be the right wrong person. Someone you lovingly gaze upon and think, this is a problem I want to share. I love that so much. We're all wrong. We're all wrong in some way. But I think each of us deserves someone who is right and wrong. Right and wrong. The right wrong person. You deserve the right wrong person. And for you, you are someone's right wrong person. And I think understanding this is so freeing because no one's perfect and that's okay. But it starts with us. We have to own our wrongness. Realize that we all have wrongness to us and that's okay. The difference is looking that wrongness in the face and owning it. And finding someone who does the same, that is what makes someone the right wrong person. The right wrong person. That's the difference between having a normal human wrongness, but abandoning yourself as a result, withdrawing, running, and then attracting someone who is the same. The difference between that and between saying, here's who I am, the good, the right, the wrong, the bad, and here's how I'm working on it. And then finding someone who is the same. Someone who sees your wrongness, sees how you don't withdraw from it. And you too are both at the same level. And together you create a healthy dynamic. You create it together. You share a common level of awareness, maturity, and mindset for each other. You're both the right wrong person because neither of you have abandoned yourself. You haven't abandoned yourself. So I think all I'm saying with this episode is come back to you. If you've abandoned yourself in a sense, if you've buried something and you're saying, I'm a broken person and you're going out and you're trying to date, you're trying to meet people, you're trying to make friends, it's no wonder that you attract that person subconsciously because there's familiarity there. Take a step back, address your own, become the right wrong person for yourself first. Ask yourself, in what ways can you come back to yourself in a kinder, more understanding way? In a way that says you're not broken, you're not falling behind the bare minimum you've been offered time and time again in the past is now what you deserve. The ways you've fallen in the past don't define you. Your struggle with certain aspects of life and love don't define you. In what ways can you identify your wrongness and embrace it and evolve through it? And to say, yeah, it's real, but the good outweighs the bad. I have something I'm working on, but that's okay because I'm working on it. I'm not running. I'm not withdrawing. That is how we find ourselves looking for healthy people, looking for someone who is at a level that matches our level, people who love themselves, who take responsibility, who haven't abandoned themselves, someone who has a wrongness, but they're the right wrong person. That is someone that's worth embracing because they're working on it in the same way that you are worth embracing because you are working on it. Someone who sees you for all that you are, they're at your level, you're at theirs. So as much as it's a self-help trope, To break the cycle, you have to come back to yourself in a real compassionate way, in a way where abandoning yourself, withdrawing or running from yourself is the last thing you do because you want to become the right wrong person for someone else because you also deserve a right wrong person. And I think when this is your intention and you practice it with 
journaling, and therapy and honest, open conversation, I think you'll be surprised by how it guides your decisions and who you look for in your life, both openly as well as subconsciously. So that's it. I want it right there. Just something to think about if you find yourself drawn to the wrong people time and time again. But that's it. If this was helpful, I'd love if you can give the podcast a five-star review wherever you're listening. But as always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.